This week's episode of Here's What I Get is brought to you in part by every piece of shit landlord and leasing company that can't fucking return an email or answer a fucking phone call. And also by, this is a two-part sponsorship, it's also by every fucking piece of software and technology that doesn't fucking work the same the way they say it's going to fucking work. Fuck you, I paid for this shit, and now it doesn't, I can't fucking use it because of whatever fucking stupid shit. Make your shit work. That's why you're charging money. If the shit just doesn't work out of the box, you don't shouldn't be able to charge any fucking money. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only conceptual podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutive running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, he's a heartbreaker, love taker, cruel breaker, runs this prison like a man. It's Tim the Handlebreaker. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, so I was bitching a bit for the show. Not good. I've been working for 10 days straight, and I can't find a fucking place to live to save my life. Uh, you, I mean, you'd think that I was like a fucking leper or something the, with the way yeah. these leasing companies are treating me. I, I keep going on tours. I keep fucking filling out application after application. I keep sending photos of my fucking driver's license and offer letter. And now, now pay stubs, uh, from this job that I have from the fucking biggest, one of the biggest employers in the area. I, provide fucking references that they never call and then they just fucking they like take that information they charge me for the benefit of giving them everything they need to fucking steal my identity and then they just go like ah we don't uh, we yeah we don't really we're not going to do anything with this we're not going to call you we're not when you call we're going to act irritated that you called uh hi yeah hi my name's tab bird i applied for the this address is there any like update on what this is like oh well actually i see that your application's in it's it's processing um it, but you don't need to call us we'll send you an email with a yes or a no like are you gonna send it sometime <laughs> this fucking year did you look at the application did you see the requested move-in date do you understand that i'm in somewhat of a of an urgency that I want to fucking live somewhere? Do, do you not understand any of that when you're looking at these fucking things? All you're looking at there is like, does he have any eviction history? Does he have any of this? Like, fucking call the fucking references. They'll tell you everything you need to know about me. Every fucking one of my landlords, you call any one of them and they'll tell you he was a great tenant. I'd rent to him again. Every fucking one. I've gotten every fucking deposit back I've ever put down on any place. The last place that I moved out of, she said it was the nicest job of cleaning that a tenant had ever done. What the fuck? And yet here I am filling out application after application, going looking through all kinds of fucking useless websites, finding every fucking scam on Craigslist to to send out information to and then going like, oh, well, this is a scam. That was a waste of 20 minutes of my life. Uh, you know, it, they're. God damn it. And the, this one, the, the, this one of these I went to last week, I went to an apply and toured the place. I told the guy the story about the place that bait and switched me. And he goes, Oh yeah, that company. I've heard that same story three times about that same company. They get people in with wow. a low cost place. And then they, uh, then they last minute go, Oh yeah, we actually, that place isn't available, but here's some others, $500 or more than the place you're looking at thinking that you're in a desperate need and you'll just take whatever. And I was like, Holy shit. What? A, so they just, 
they just put these cedar prop seed properties in that they list at a really, really low price. And then when they rent them, they rent them to someone else as a like, uh. oh, well, here, here you go. Why don't you check this out? But they've marked the price up now $500 from what they were originally, huh. what, what I saw it for when I was at looking. So it's just, I can't fucking handle how, what a fucking fucked up world this is and we got fucking people parking in the cul-de-sac perpendicular to the goddamn street like they live on your fucking street tim it's pissing me off everyone's fucking pissing me off this is why people smoke in their cars because you can't fucking (laughs) smoke in any of the rental properties you can't smoke in any public place but you're under so much fucking stress you just need to break it somehow so the only place you do is in your goddamn car i'm gonna about to fucking go to the store and pick up a pack of smokes I swear to God, I'm so pissed off this week. You figured it out. I, I have figured it out. It took me 10 days and it finally came right through. This place is fucking hell. Welcome to purgatory. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. How's your week been, Tim? Uh, it's been fine. A uh, little bit of work here and there. Uh, which, by the way, you were the bell of the... You were the uh, invisible bell of the ball at work. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Everyone was just like... How's he doing? Where is he at? Uh, like, how's it going? Everybody's asking you. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, and I, I did. I said everything I could, except for the real answer, which was he got as far away as he could to not see you ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely true. You'll get that for probably the rest of the time you work there, because like, oh, uh, of course, the guy that I worked with uh, at the old my old company, he lives out here too, and I would I would just get con- questions constantly. Hey, you ever uh, talk to that guy? You ever talk to him? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I, I text him all the time. Like, we're really good friends. Like, what do you, what do you want? I mean, you could text him. You have his number. Yeah. Uh, those people don't have my number though, so fuck them. That's funny. Yeah, I'm. That's that's a lot of fun. What have, what have you been working on? What's been going on out there? Not a whole lot. Uh, a couple of like weird church gigs. Uh, uh, I I just did. It was not necessarily not really like an auto show. It was a road show though. Mm. The Route sixty six fest. It was the Route sixty six fest. Yeah, I wanted to go to uh, that. I saw pictures and I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. Yeah, they had the, the these like huge octagonal like museum displays uh, that we built that had um, just you know the history of Route sixty six and and other pop culture surrounding those times um, on the walls and they had like uh, the coolest one was like the seventies and eighties one the seventies side had a VW camper van and the eighties side had a um, like a yellow Isaac Camaro. Uh, oh, that's cool. But the 70 side, half of it was like the dawn, like the, the rise of science fiction. And it was like a vaguely star Wars esque construction of a building that they had made. Um, and there was like the posters for like jaws and Superman. And they had like, um, you know, lunch boxes and like all these like tchotchke stuff. Um, old, old timey tchotchke stuff. Uh, there was a Super Friends record player. Huh. Like that a was the 45. coolest thing I saw. Like a 45. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I'm, I, when I saw the pictures, uh, someone I know played live music there, not my dad. Yeah. And I saw some pictures of like the stuff and I was like, wow, that is so up my alley. 
being a huge fan of Route 66 and like the car culture and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, uh, you know, the first the first time in several in like all week that I thought, wow, I wish I was in Tulsa. Yeah, because yeah. I really hadn't. Thought and it, that. it wasn't. It wasn't. And it wasn't that bad of a gig at all. Um, pretty easy going. No carpet delay. No, no carpet delay. There was some astroturf. Yeah, um, they had like a putt putt golf course for some reason. Um, Did they just there move was the a cool one from co- Mother Road Market over? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, there was a cool car. I don't know what it's called, and I I wish I would have taken a picture of it. But it looked like it was constructed out of, um, like, aluminum panels. Okay. Like it was riveted together. Huh. Like and an it old vaguely World War looked II like. Plane. Yeah, but it also it, it vaguely looked like the Batmobile. It had like that. It kind of had Batmobile esque shapes. Big, Original sixty six Batmobile. Big fins and and dome. Mm-hmm. Huh. How about yeah. that? Oh, look, a work email. Oh, another one. How exciting. Uh, well, anyway, were you ready to get into some issues, Tim? Yeah. What's your first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. ISPs. Oh, yeah. Uh, internet service providers. Um, my brother was in town and he was like, hey, there's a certain movie I want to watch. Let's watch it. And I was like, cool. We threw it on the TV and. We're watching it and like our, our internet's not good, but it's good enough where you can watch a 4K movie without it ever buffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it's 2022. It's not 10 years ago. Um, so we're watching the movie and it starts to buffer. And we wait a little bit. It comes back on, you know, 15 seconds later, 15 minutes later in the movie, it stops again. And it starts buffering and it starts playing again. It stops for a third time. Doesn't come back on. So I was like, ah, I got to go do the thing. I'm going to go reset the router. And I go and reset the modem and uh, internet doesn't come back on. Oh, no. Yeah. And I do every single trick in the book I've ever done. Uh, and I, it's just the internet has gone. It's gone at this point. There's, it's not coming back. It's like um, old Yeller. <laughs> Someone took the internet out to the backyard and shot it. Um, and we talked to the ISP. They have no outage. They they are seeing no outages in the area. They can't. They they've they on their end. They like reset our router through on their end. Nothing is going on. Um, they're like we're gonna send a service guy out. And uh, they're like, and since you don't have our modem, uh, it's going to be like, it's a $75 fee, but it's on your end, you know? Yeah. And we're like, uh, no, thank you. So I go to Best Buy the next, as soon as they open the next morning, buy a brand new um, modem router combo because it's easier for the, for my folks, you know, you yeah. don't have to deal with two different things that can go wrong. Um, I know most people don't like that. I wouldn't choose that, you know? Um, but I buy a decent, uh, net gear, um, which I, I go, I, I get home. I, I, I've done this before. I've, you have to like, um, you have to plug the new one in. And then as soon as you go to any website, it's like 
the ISP cocks, it pops up. And it's like, oh, we see that you've got a new modem. You log in and activate it on your end. Activate it, you know, so it's in our system. Self-activation. Can- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The problem is um, it d- doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, I, I I was trying for hours to self-activate this thing, which is a very easy process. Granted, I will give them that it's a very easy process, but the connection was so terrible that it tie it was timing out every ten seconds. You click login, you type in your information, you hit enter, uh, and then you uh, type in the MAC address. And you hit enter. Um, no, no, sorry, sorry. You type in your 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 account information. You hit enter. You hit begin activation. Then you type in the MAC address, and that should be the last step. I got to that step on the first time, so it was working like it should, and it timed out. And then every single time I tried again and again and again, it was just timing out ten seconds in. Uh. And I mean, there was nothing I could do. Of course not. Um, so I was like, I don't want to call these people. I do their chat thing, their virtual chat thing. Right. And of course it's a robot. Yeah. And eventually the robot gets you, gets you to please. Can I type to someone that is a person? <clears throat> and it, I'm two, I'm two hours in. Jesus Christ. On a, on a process that should take 15 seconds, mm-hmm. right? You log in with your account, click begin activation, type in the Mac address, which is 12 digits, 10 digits, or, you know, 10 characters. And then it, it says, okay, it's working. Got it. Um, so I'm, you know, and the, you know, of course it's some guy in India, right? It's not Thomas. Like he says, his name is. Yeah. It's some guy in India or Pakistan. Um, who's basically just, he's basically interfacing with a chat bot and you. Uh-huh. So you ask him a yes. question and he puts your thing into the, to a new chat bot. That chat bot yeah. gives him the response and he sends it to you. Or he has a bunch of papers that are like, if you are doing this task, like here's a, your responses. Like a choose your own adventure book. <laughs> yeah if yeah, the customer yeah. is getting irate turn to page 73 <laughs> oh no you died they flew over they found they they backtraced your ip bought a plane ticket and killed you <laughs> oh dear uh and it's so slow he's responding so slow like like I, I finally connect to him he's like hi this is thomas uh what can i do to help you today and i immediately go into like I'm trying to activate a new modem. It's timing out. I can't do it. Um, I like, I, I try to cut through all of the possible things he could, all the dumb questions he could ask me. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, uh, and it's like, you know, typing, 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 typing. Sorry. <laughs> Typing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's that slow. It's, it's like you're talking him. to the mentally disabled cop from Family Guy. Yes. We <laughs> are 
Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> about the in con convenience. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. Talk. It was what it was like talking to this guy. And every it's like every single time he responded, I had tried two or three more times on my end. No, of course to uh, to activate it. And I'm I'm going through, and I'm I've of course it's under it's under my dad's name, so all like the security questions stuff, or he knows it. So I'm having to like now there's a third party involved who has to like maybe like look something up, you know, mm-hmm. um, like look up an old pin number or whatever, because you never use your ISP account. Um, and so that whole process is taken forever. And eventually I get, I finally, like I, I got to the Mac address again, punched it in. It times out. Um, but for some reason, when I reloaded it, it asked me to resubmit the form instead of like taking me back to the homepage. Oh, nice. And so I did that and it finally went through and I just went, yeah, I got it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I remember, you know, I'm so, I, so after that I have to, um, reset all the stuff on the router side, you know, the, um, name passwords, passwords and the side, bands. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Um, and like three hours later I go to check my phone and it's still up on the chat and he's like, are you still there? Did you get to the internet? Please respond. <laughs> So, I mean, me and like guys a, sitting in his call center waiting to go home until you respond. <laughs> or I was thinking like, like it's, it's one of those, um, nine one one responder movies where the nine one one responder gets a call from someone locked in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Oh no, the line got cut. They're dead. <laughs> I guess I'll never know. Yeah. So, um, I, so I got this new modem router thing installed and I first thing I did was I was like, ah, YouTube, right? YouTube pops up. I clicked on a random video. It played no problem. I thought everything was good. Right. And, um, you know, it's a new piece of technology. You want to see, you want to like go through all the options and see what it, it, what's different about it. Uh, and just like how it works differently, you know, like, like how, Oh, is this any better? So I go to the Ookla speed test. And the internet speed has overnight tripled. Oh my God. We went from getting 50 megs down to the first time I ran the Ookla speed test was 195. That's incredible. And I, 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 I literally like couldn't believe it. I was like, no, no, there's, there's something, something's, something's going on here. Like it's reading the five G band too much or something. I like I knew, like deep in my heart, I knew that it was true, but I couldn't believe it. Um. So yeah, I looked it up, and apparently the you know we just got bumped up the you know the way they do every couple of years mm-hmm. to the next the next plan's old speed. <sighs> yeah, you know, like the next tier's up old speed. Um. And considering it was like overnight, I have to assume like someone did something terribly wrong on their end the night before while we're watching this movie. 
and was like, oh, we're, we're tripling their speeds. All right, let me just hit uh, switch seven, switch three, and hit the three, go to one X, two X, three X, and then like the knob breaks. And then oh, just, no. They, <laughs> shot, they shot so much internet into your modem that it exploded. I think that's what happened. I really do think that's what happened. Like on like on Star Trek when they overload some some system and then sparks fly out on the bridge. Because there's no reason why the old with the old modem modem, which was not like old, I think it might have been like five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was in fine shape. It's not like they go anywhere. I, yeah, it stays there the whole time, and it. I don't understand how that could have completely failed on our end and just replacing the modem did something. I fucking hate ISPs, man. Your, your story reminds me of, of two stories. Very similar. One is when I moved in my dad's house, they like, we weren't getting any up speed. We were only, we were getting down speed just fine, but our up speed was, was terrible. And for most people, they wouldn't even notice, but I have to upload 120 megabyte podcast once or more a week. So yeah. it, I was noticing it very quickly. And um, so I call them. I'm telling them there's this problem and they're like, OK, well, being that you don't have you don't have our subscription service, a version of owning a modem, um, it's going to be a seventy five dollar fee if we if we come out and decide it's on your end. So I'm like, yeah, that's whatever. Just like fix the speed. So the guy comes yeah. in and he's like, oh, yeah, your your cable line has been split like 500 times inside your attic. Um, so you're, every time it splits it, you lose signal. And so I re redid it. So it's a straight line now. Anyway, that's going to be $75. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the fucking phone. I didn't put those cables in the, in the attic. My father didn't put those cables in the attic. I guarantee you the previous owners didn't put those cables in the attic. Mm -hmm. You motherfuckers put those cables in the attic. You split the signal too many times without, putting in proper inline boosters. That's a your yeah, I, problem. Yeah. There was a problem the, before it hit the, my fucking modem, not yours. Yeah, and I got yeah. him to take the charge off. Yeah. The previous tenant wanted like cable in five rooms. Yeah, of course. They, back when TVs, yeah. everyone had a TV in yeah. every room. Um, and then the other one is the self activation. I've pro- I might've told this story before, but when I first moved to Norman, we got Cox internet and, you know, we just swung by the Cox store and picked up the uh, self-activation bundle kit. And it was like our modem that we rented for the first year. And then I ended up buying one, uh, you know, some cables, some like clips to clip the cables in, a little manual, just some random tchotchke yeah, shit. Yeah. And uh, so we get to our apartment. There's only one cable hole in the apartment. Plug the modem in. Go do the uh, self-activation. Sorry, your self-activation can't be done please call this number. So I call the number. They tell me, Oh, um, I called the, I called the local store. It had me call my local store. So I called the local store and I said, yeah, I'm having this problem. The guy looks at me and goes, ah, yeah. So there, there hasn't been service in that location for two or more years. So it's going to require a full installation. Uh, and I said, okay, when can you do that? And it was going to be like two and a half weeks. So, (laughs) 
I was like, well, I guess I guess we just won't have internet. So a couple days go by and realize the day we have this installation scheduled is not going to work out. And I call the 1-800 number. When I call the 1-800 number, they're like, yeah, we can move that uh, app- that appointment, no problem. And they're like, by the way, what is this person doing? Like, well, our self-activation doesn't work. And the, guy, and the lady goes, oh, well, we can try that here. You can self-activate and there's no charge. And she self-activated me and no problem. And I said, so whoa, whoa, what was this whole business about? <laughs> about there hasn't been service in this, this location for two years and I need an, I need a uh, full installation. And the so I ended up going to the store and I was like, what the fuck? Why would the, and the guy said, well, I don't know why anyone would tell you this. Uh, you don't know why oh, you know anyone why. would tell me. You don't know why the free activate self activation doesn't work, but the hundred fifty dollar you guys come out and make money d- would work. It kind of seems to me like um, someone told that guy to tell me this, and I want to know who, yeah. and I want to yell at them. <laughs> um, and they never either would, that or he's paid on commission. Yeah, they never would come clean. I was like, fuck every of one not. of you. If there was any, literally any other choice in this shithole of a town for a service, I would go to them because th- this is fucking reprehensible. What you had, what yeah. the shit you just tried to pull, and they're always pulling that kind of shit. They're just like the most scummy, dishonest business that you have to deal with if you want to live in the modern world. And they, yeah, you know they. They want you to do. I remember for a while, a long time, my parents had phone and TV with Cox because it made the internet less expensive. Yes, like the, to have this whole bundle was less expensive than just having internet. And yeah, that's what my, my my parents have to say the cable internet bundle because it. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> it I, does. I don't know how it works for them either, but it's. It's just like, these are things that nobody wants. Nobody wants cable TV anymore. Oh, I can only watch 50 channels of ads and terrible TV shows and movies hacked all the pieces. No, thanks. I can watch all of that on the internet. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, in Europe, you're, they're required to give you the same up and down speed, but here there's not that regulation. So they'll give you, they'll be like one gigabit download speed, super get the Cox panorama, Wi-Fi, what you do (laughs) here's look at this ad where a kid is like playing in a hologram room with another kid and there's no buffering. It's real time. And it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) None of that's real. And, no. and then, and then you, you're like, okay, but what's my upload speed? Like, uh, seven megabytes per hour. Uh, ours. So I, I, I was checking the plans the other day. Our plan is we have one fifty down. Guess the up 15, five, five. Wow. Yeah. It's better than three, which, which is what it was. Yeah. And they, they pulled that kind of stuff. Um, when another one, when we when I moved into my dad's house and activated the internet, uh, I own my own modem. I bought a gigabit modem before like gigabit was really getting common because I wanted a feature proof mm-hmm. proof modem. And then they yeah. then they released Doxis three point one, mm-hmm. and I have like a Doxis three um, modem, so it's not compatible with the new protocol. Just because fuck you, basically. Yeah. And uh, so I I went in and I, I tried to get like, okay, I want this speed. And they're like, oh, your modem is not compatible with that speed. It's uh, your modem's a Doxis 3. <laughs> this takes 3.1. And I was like, fuck you then. Just give me the lower speed. And they're like, okay. And then within about three months, I get this email. You're getting upgraded to free for free to the speed that I originally wanted. 
because they had raised all the limits. It's like, wait, so Mm -hmm. my modem that wasn't capable of this speed three months ago is suddenly capable of this speed. I just, I want to hack all those people up. Like we're paying you money. Like you wanted to pay them more money in the beginning. Yeah. For the higher speeds here. Yeah. They're like, ah, that's not enough. We also kind of want you to like buy all, you know, rent a modem from us and have that monthly fifteen dollar uh, a month charge or whatever it is. Yeah, but like the modem, they want they want to rent you that modem router combo, and that didn't work. For, oh, of course, for our needs, we needed a a, ra- a modem into my mesh network so that we could put a wired outlet in my sister's room so that she could get wired internet because the computer that she had originally didn't have Wi-Fi capabilities. It had to have a wired plug. So with the mesh network, she had one of the mesh towers in her room. It wired directly into her computer. She got wired internet, even though it was a wireless signal going to a box. It repeated the signal and gave us better coverage around across the house. Like your Cox, I'd have to go. I wouldn't be able to buy your little modem from Cox. I have to get the Cox panorama Wi-Fi mesh network thing that's all through you, and then be paying forty dollars a month for the the benefit of you know forty dollars a month is what I can pay for a fucking modem and or pay for a router these days. They they cost nothing. Yeah, the, yeah. When we were talking, we were talking to the guy the night of, and you know when we were checking like for outages and things, and he was like, "So what we can do is." Um, I have a deal going on because uh, they always have a deal going on. Yeah. They, they can give to just you. Um, he said, we can have a guy come out and he, he will get you a new um, new modem and and will double your speeds for only a dollar twenty more a month. For the first 12 Which months. Which sounds pretty good. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty but good. But of course, you, you know, behind the scenes, it's for the first 12 months. Um, and not only that, but like, when is this guy going to be able to come like the first, like, like I didn't say it out loud because it's not their business, but the first thing on my mind was this was Monday night. Yeah. We got to record the podcast Tuesday night or Wednesday night. I need working internet in the next 48 hours, less than 48 hours. Yeah. So, um, that, I mean, that's why I, I went that route where it's like the easiest thing is go to Best Buy tomorrow morning as soon as they do it. And, um, and, you know, try to fix it on my own because if that doesn't fix it, we can still be like, yeah, we need a guy to come out. And that's still Tuesday morning, which Maybe. is no different than Monday night. Yeah. Right. So Tuesday morning is the earliest we we call them and they can get there anyways. Um, But, you know, I've you know, everyone has had to call the cable guy and it it's it's obscene like. Uh, you know, when and where they can make it to your place. And then, and then you start to look at these things like T-Mobile and I think Verizon has it now where it's like in-home the Wi-Fi cube. and it's, it's, it's a, basically a 5G repeater cube that you yeah. put in your house and it turns 5G cell network into Wi-Fi, which is great if you live in an area that has good cell coverage. Mm-hmm. But if you have poor cell coverage, like that thing's fucking worthless. <laughs> I already, oh, yeah. I already have shitty cell phone service through you, Verizon. I don't need it to also be my home Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. But I totally understand why that exists. Oh, I do too. Because 
that's, you know, a box that if I bundle it with my cell phone will be not that expensive. I don't have to have all these fucking wires run. I don't have to have yep. guys come out to plug things in. Yeah. You know, it just works. It's foolproof. It's foolproof for boomers and kids. Yeah. It's just a box. It's got, it's got a power plug. Plug it into the wall. You're good to go. If there's something wrong with it, there's something wrong with the entire cell system. Your yeah, cell phone also doesn't work. Your cell phone also doesn't work. Like if there's something wrong with it, you probably just take it to a Verizon store and they give you a new one or a T-Mobile yeah. store or fucking like whatever, mm-hmm. whatever brand it is. I'm sure they're not fucking around with like, well, we'll send a guy out to your house with a little meter to be like, oh, yeah, you got shitty cell service in this house, man. <laughs> this, thing, this place is made of pure concrete and copper rod. I don't even see how we're like fucking still alive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You have all the all the stro- load bearing members in this building are made out of selenium cores. What is this Central Park <laughs> West? That was for Uncle Buck. Uh, yeah, ISPs are just the, the and and nothing ever improves. Like I'm looking, uh, one of the things that I'm moving to St. Louis. Of course, I have to get new internet service, and. Yeah. I'm looking at what my options are. My options are uh, AT&T, who I fucking despise, and or Spectrum. And Spectrum is like, I've never heard of Spectrum. What is Spectrum? Let me look. Oh, that's right. That's what Comcast became because Comcast uh-huh. was so um, toxic. Like the, yes. the concept of Comcast was so <laughs> toxic in the had cultural been, been lexicon. So ruined. Yeah. yeah. Like even us who we didn't live in a Comcast area, yep, know about Comcast. We know that Comcast is evil. We know it's the worst of the worst. Even even we know this. That's how that's how bad the brand of Comcast was. That they were like, yeah, we merged with uh, Time Warner and now we're Spectrum. Totally different system, guys. Anyway, uh, uh. so it's like, well, what what do I want to go with? Do I want to go with Comcast or do I want to go with? Uh, AT&T like it's, the, it's just like the picking levels in, it's picking levels in Dante's Inferno it's like, like which level of hell do you want yeah it's like choosing choosing between uh the fat kid and the kid with asthma when you're playing like when you're picking teams for dodgeball <laughs> in gym class <laughs> oh shit do we really want Donnie Fatso it's either Donnie Fatso or Willie the breath- breathless wonder uh, Anyway, well, that's a great issue, Tim. I couldn't agree with Thank you more. You. It might be a winner. But uh, here's what I don't get. Pills. Boy, howdy, it seems like there's a pill for everything these days. I Pretty much, yeah. And everyone's on like a billion of them. And there seems to be this weird, like, there's always been this weird braggadocious thing that we've kind of done as humans where it's like oh i only got three hours of sleep last night like that's nothing i only got i only got 15 <laughs> minutes like i haven't slept in 17 days you know <laughs> i'm in agony 24 <laughs> 7 like I, I haven't eaten a day like we're always trying to out brag each other about how terrible uh-huh. our lives are but like there's yeah. a pills one too where it's like yeah i'm t- i'm on like six pres- prescription medications for this and i got all my prescriptions for that and i'm i i'm not a doctor right but I'm I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this list of like, here are all the things that I need to stay alive, all these pills. And I think of to myself a situation like we're in right now where there are supply chain issues that were not cut at all caused by shutting mm-hmm. down the economy for two years. Yeah. And I started to think if my life was dependent on 
uh, thing that wasn't one of, you know, the basic needs, uh, you know, food, water, shelter, that, that stuff. You can't, I can't, you can't get away from that. Like now you're, you're in need, your body needs an external stimulus in order to, to survive. What do you do when the supply chain runs low? Like, oh, we're going to slow. We're like, we're going to reduce your medication because uh, we can't find any more. We can't like get more of this produced in, in a timely manner. And in my perspective, I see those kinds of things. And I think, well, I don't want to be on any pills because then I'm yeah. that like, and I, I, as with all of us, we, we all take a little bit of something, you know, I'm, I take an antihistamine every day. Um, I take ibuprofen or leave whenever I'm, I'm in discomfort, Yeah, but I could live without an antihistamine. I could live mm-hmm. in a little bit of discomfort for an extended period of time. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't enjoy it, but like there are people that are on all these anxieties and antipsychotics and like all these different things that regulate all these things. And I, I just look at them and go like, do what's going to happen to you come fallout. What's going to happen to you come fallout. And, and what happens to you? Like, do, do you really know what all that shit is doing inside of you? You know, because every medicine, they have those weird side effects. Like you take an, a non-drowsy allergy medicine, but you're still drowsy mm-hmm. because your body really yeah. responds to that <laughs> drowsiness thing. Whereas I can drink NyQuil straight out of the bottle and it does nothing to me. Um, it's an upper. It's Yeah, it's, it's like our, our body chemistry is very, very different and everyone's is different. So you put people on all these different things and you end up creating like if you go back and look at all of the quote mass shootings, like Adam lands of the Columbine, the guys that did Columbine, um, the guy that shot up the, the place in Aurora, Illinois. Um, you, you go look into those guys histories and, and nine times out of 10, they're on some kind of like mood leveler or antipsychotic, antipsychotic, or like they're on a prescription drug to keep them, to try and make them act normal. Yeah. And either that shit doesn't work or they stop taking it and it makes them psychotic and they go commit crimes. But like some of those, some of these medications will like cause suicidal thoughts. Oh, I mean, I was, I was just, just about to bring that up. Like, you know, we're different here in America in that like you don't go, you go other places and they're not advertising prescription pills on commercials. Excellent point. Or, Right. Um, so we've already created that, that sort of prescription um, medicine like cycle uh, with, you know, advertising it everywhere. But like, you know, you get you get one a show, basically, at least at yes. the very least. And there's all these medicines I know the names of that I should not know the names of. They're for stuff that I will. I, I can I can physically I can't physically get, you know, Um but you listen to all the side effects and it's and half of them are like, do not take this if you are suicidal or have had suicidal thoughts. I mean, I when uh, I was in my early 20s, I was on uh, Accutane. And that's one of the that was that's one of the side effects of Accutane. When they ask you, you know, other than having to fill out two forms with the with the government. Um, <laughs> one of the things is like have you ever had suicidal thoughts? And if, if, if you say yes, they're like, we can't put you on this. 
So you, and that's the other thing you is have they, to lie. <laughs> they tell you that they tell you those types of deals and then you lie and then you kill yourself. And it's like, it's caused by you being on this prescription medication, but they're like, well, he said he didn't have them before. So that, that must, yeah. must be the case. Yeah. That's a good point. The advertising, like all those advertisements end with ask your doctor if pill might be right for you. And like one of my, just walk into a that doc, sounds my insane. doctor's office like, Hey doc. Yeah. So I was watching a uh, law and order last night and they brought up <laughs> this, this pill, uh, it's supposed to help regulate your period and menopause. You know, I'm thinking, uh, maybe that's right for me. Your doctor's like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally, I mean, you made you made a funny version of it, but it sounds insane. The concept of me to being like, like asking your doctor if something that was advertised to you is is like medically okay for you. Yeah, because like it's ass backwards. Think about think about things that you might actually need, right? Like, can you name a single manufacturer of roofing shingles? Shingles are us. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a thing that you may conceivably need is yeah, know, if, you're, if you own a homer, uh, you're a homeowner yeah. or like wood or car parts. Like, yeah, we all know that AutoZone and, and, and O'Reilly's is out there, but what if you need like specific auto parts for a luxury car or, or a classic car or, or some really specific thing? Like there's not advertisements for those, but there's advertisements for these generic medicines to get you on them and not things, not like try once daily Claritin to relieve your allergies, like available over the counter, just yeah. you know, walk down the allergy or a leave, you know, relieve the aches and pains or Bayer or aspirin. Like, Shit that is meant for specific conditions that, like, sometimes you see those commercials and you're like, I don't even know what fucking can, I've never even fucking heard of this condition. Uh, like, psoriatic arthritis. Like, why do I even know what psoriatic arthritis is except for some fucking advertisement where they, like, show me visualizations yeah. of what psoriatic arthritis looks like and I go, wow, that looks awful. God damn, I don't want that. <laughs> Uh, but man, I also, probably, the person that has this probably shouldn't take it because they probably have suicidal thoughts because it looks so bad. <laughs> have you ever had suicidal thoughts? Like, yeah, I have psoriatic arthritis. My body either feels like it's on fire or made out of steel. <laughs> uh, and th that's the other thing is that I also think that the widely wide availability of all these pills has created a culture whereby we think, Oh, I have got a problem. There's got to be a pill that can cure this. Like we, yeah. I I saw this post from um I don't, I don't know Reddit or or Twitter or something where this guy like shows a picture of us like a supersonic cheeseburger and a sonic cheese fries and it looks like a piece of like that craft singles just melted yeah. over a, a little tray of fries. It looks fucking revolting. But then he has this little bottle of like fat blocker pro or something where <laughs> he's like, yeah, the good thing I got my fat blocker pro. It's going to block all these calories and carbs. Like there's no fucking way that possibly works. But I, you know, I, I pop that, uh, I pop that fucker in there and then I eat whatever if I eat 14 Coney cheese, chili cheese dogs and I'm, I'm losing weight. Like that is not the way that it could even possibly work. And so we're, no. instead of doing anything to work on yourself, instead of doing anything to try and like make you trying to do things, I have, you know, obviously depression's a, a really complicated deal, but say like I have depression, I want to kill myself. My life's terrible. But rather than go like, well, what 
think about it, thinking about it from a perspective of what rut are you in? Like, what can you do? What can you change? Okay. What about instead of laying in bed for 14 hours a day, staring at the ceiling, wishing you could kill yourself? Why don't you just try like getting up and taking a shower and, and just going outside? You don't even have to walk. Just like go sit on your porch and just look outside and look at some grass and the sky and see if that improves your mood and then take those little steps one at a time to try and eliminate those things that, that cause the depressive episodes and embrace things that don't cause depressive episodes. But instead it's like, well, I'll just take like this anti-anxiety medication that I don't have anxiety. I'll just take all these pills. Like my, my kids are on the autism spectrum. I have ADD. We'll just put them on all these pills and then they'll behave in school instead of, but they're like, they're, they're, coked out of their mind to the point of near sedation. And, and, you know, I remember in being in school, there's, there's a kid who had ADD, which is now being autistic and he was on Ritalin and like we would go to lunch and he would be this little hyperactive kid. And then we would get back from lunch. He would be sent to the nurse's office to take his, his Ritalin. He would come back to class and he'd be like a fucking zombie for the rest of the day. Yeah. I mean, like totally dead, almost dead to the world and then get yelled at for sleeping in class and stuff. And, but like the real, the problem wasn't that he had ADD. The problem was that the teachers didn't know what to do with him. So we got to put him on medicine to fix that. And then you grow up into adulthood and you never like learned how to control those urges where we all kind of have those weird hyperactive episodes where we want to act out and whatnot. Some of us have more and some of it has less, but at a certain point you learn how to control yourself and act normally. And that's why we have this generation like Gen Z, the the late stage millennials where they have no ability to regulate their own emotional maturity. So they're just like fucking acting out all the time, you know, crying about this and that when things don't go their way. Cause they never like got told to do anything. They never had to be disciplined and learn anything. It was just like, Oh, well you're, you must be an autismo. So here's some pills. Here's, here's this pills for this. Here's some Xanax for your, your anxiety. Here's some uppers for when you're, when you're feeling sad, here's some downers for when you're feeling over the top and like, just put them all in this little bin Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just keep dumping them down your gullet until you die. And I, I don't understand why someone would be proud of that. And I don't understand why we as a society yeah. are okay. It with sounds that. like it sounds, you know, like dystopian sci-fi. It does like THX 1138. Well, in, you know, in, keep taking your pills or you'll feel an emotion in Aldous Huxley's brave new world. They're all on Soma. You know, they're just taking Soma, it all yeah, the yeah. time. And it's this pill that just makes you constantly feel good. And so they're constantly popping Somas when, when things get like a little uncomfortable, pop a Soma. And, you know, it, it was very much a world of regulation through pharmaceuticals and, that's kind of what we've become accustomed to. And we just keep doing. And so what you're really saying is you need to get into holistic medicine. I, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't take pills. If you, if like, that's what you need, that's what you need, but you should be looking at something that is, you shouldn't be walking into the doctor's office going like, Hey doc, I you know, saw on, on Lawrence Welk last night, they were talking about this new thing to make your penis hard. You know, you should, if your doctor says like, oh, you've got this problem, you should be on this medication. Like you've got gout. Here's this medication. You've got malaria, uh, gonorrhea. Here's this, this antibiotic, you know, you have to do that. But when they're just, or, or 
you could take a handful of mushrooms and berries. <laughs> you could like take some crystals and, and hum and meditate over yourselves. And like, yeah, you yeah. Do, do the Mr. Miyagi thing where you rub your hands together until they get real hot and then lay them over. I was yourself. watching something. I was watching something and they were talking about, um, the, uh, they were talking about cordyceps, which is the zombie virus in the last of us, mm-hmm. which is, it's, um, it's a real thing. It's a real like mushroom. It's like an invasive spe- fungal species um, that like gets into calip- caterpillars and like makes them wave at birds so they get eaten. And so the, the cordyceps can infect the birds and so on and so on. Um, it's taken to the extreme in the game where it like make, you know, makes people into mushroom zombies, but they were taught like the people were talking about it. And then, and then they were like, you know, it's actually kind of good for you. I put it in my tea in the mornings. Oh wow! It helps like regulate my whatever, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's that's some scary stuff. the 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 whole need to everything has to be this quick fix. Like we we yeah. we've really devolved into this idea where there's everything can be solved in a weekend. Like the war in Ukraine. People were shocked that it's still going. It's like, yeah, wars don't get it's a war. finished in a weekend. <laughs> you know, the the war in Iraq lasted for 10 years, 15 years. It's it's just to me, like if I went to a doctor and they said, yeah, uh, you've got this problem. Like, yeah, my knees hurt. My doctor's like, okay, well, here, I'm going to give you all these these like prescriptions to make your knees not hurt. It's like, yeah, well, 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 why don't we try and figure out what the cause of the knees hurting is? Like, well, what do you do for work? Like, well, I constantly kneel on bare concrete without knee pads. Yeah. Why don't you stop doing that? Why don't you get some <laughs> knee pads? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know why? Like I, like I said, I've been sleeping on this. I think I said before the, the show started, I'm sleeping on this terrible bed at this Airbnb. It's one, it's like this old shitty inner spring mattress and the center of the mattress is way more worn out than the rest of the mattress. So like I'm constantly from a lot of up and down motion, probably from a big fucking fat guy. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like sleeping at this weird incline. It's very, it's not very comfortable. And then I wake up in the morning and like I, my hips are stiff and my knees are stiff and my back is stiff and I take a hot shower and I feel a lot better. And, and I'm just thinking like, yeah, I could go to a doctor and they'd be like, yeah, well here I can put you on these muscle relaxers, like this thing for arthritis. No, no, no. The solution is to sleep in like an actual supportive mattress. That's of decent quality. Like the one I have at home, you know, I bought this, this, uh, memory foam mattress. I, I don't know how many years ago now I bought one. I was off Amazon. It was fucking dirt cheap. Yep. And, um, Same. I started sleeping on that mattress and I stopped having back problems like ever. Yeah. I wouldn't wake up stiff. I wouldn't wake up sore. If I had a long day where I was like really feeling it and I went to bed, I'd wake up the next morning feeling pretty all right. And uh, it all came down to like I'd been sleeping on shitty interspring mattresses for so long. You know, a pill didn't, didn't save that. And then, uh, you know, I got rid of that one and got like a better one. And I've had even better quality of sleep. So then I come, I go traveling or I'm like in these Airbnbs and I'm, I sleep on terrible mattresses and I, I don't sleep well. And I, I wake up feeling bad and, but every so often I'll like stay at a hotel or I'll stay in an Airbnb or stay at a friend's house and there'll be a a nice memory foam mattress. And I'm like, ah, this will be a good week. 
So what you're saying is the, that uh, our listeners need to use code HWIDG at purple.com for 20% off their purple mattress. Yeah, 20% off their like <laughs> $2,000 mattress comes out to Jesus, basically nothing. Who do they think they are? I know. They're, they're matched. Like I looked at Purple and Casper and uh, there's Ghost. another one. Ghost. Yeah. yeah. When I when I went to buy the cheapest, cheapest shit one off of Amazon and they're like, uh-huh. yeah, we're way cheaper than going to a mattress store. And... Like yeah, but no, your your, your bed still cost a thousand bucks. Like I'm sure they're I'm sure they are slightly cheaper than going to a mattress store. Which now all those brands are in mattress stores being sold yeah, for ridiculous course. markups. But like, you can get yeah. those a similar quality thing on Amazon or direct from the manufacturer for like a third the cost of what those ones that advertise on podcasts are for. But at anyway. most, yeah, yeah. But that's a mattress was maybe two hundred bucks. Yeah, I think my queen size mattress was like three hundred fifty dollars. It's great. It is. I love it. Um, but anyway, uh, that's my issue. Pills. I'm tired of pills. No more pills. But uh, let, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story is out of um, Atlanta. In Atlanta, a subway employee is dead, and another one is in the hospital because a customer thought there was too much mayo on his sandwich. And he's goddamn right. I was going to say, um, I'm, I am now on the run from the police. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> this guy, this guy is absolutely right. That's maybe like the number one sandwich crime, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Aside from like poorly poor construction, right? Yeah, which has been an issue on the show, um, like the 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 like the slathering that they do of mayo. God, they'll like fucking it, dump a quart of mayo on there on it's some just, places, and then you'll get and then the, and then though people get the tuna salad, which is fifty percent mayo anyways. What I hate, I I ate at this like uh side of the road sandwich place the other day and I got a turkey club and it had basil mayo which was great that sounds great but they put so much of it on there that when you like take a bite all the topping shoots out, out the back of the fucking sandwich because it wasn't a sub it was like a sandwich on pieces of slices of bread yeah and I was just like fuck's sake you know you have basil mayo which is great and mm-hmm. and then you know fresh sliced turkey and nice crispy grilled bacon and and lettuce and all you know all your standard club toppings and it was like on this really great wheat bread but then it was a not an enjoyable experience because i kept having to like remake the sandwich every couple of bites yeah you need you need just enough to cover your slice of bread yes you just the bare minimum to get that little yep. bit of flavor and a little bit of moisture uh no it's funny so where i work now the building that i work in in our lobby is a subway and when they were giving me the tour of the place and like going, hey, you know, check out, here's all these great features and everything you're going to get. And uh, and uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we have a subway right here. So, you know, that's really convenient for lunch. And I I couldn't bring myself to say it, but I hate, I hate subway. I hate subway. I can say with the full sir, I have never eaten a subway. Not once. And I know you, people, know, you, you never had subway. I've never had subway, Tim. I, I've, I, I find that hard to believe. I've probably had like the little four inch servings at like a catered lunch deal. 
Yeah. But I have never gone into Subway and got a four four a, like five dollar foot long or like stopped at at a place or had someone pick me up Subway. If I huh. ate Subway, I wasn't like knowingly eating Subway. Yeah. Because we went to I, when I was a kid, uh, we went to Subway to eat lunch, my mom and I. And I think one of my sisters was alive at the time. But we, you know, you ordered like a turkey sandwich or ham and cheese or whatever. And the lady picked up the meat to put it on the sandwich. And when she picked up the meat and peeled away one slice, you could see visibly on the slice below it where the top part was darker than the bottom part because it had like been sun grilled. Oh, yeah. And uh, my mom was like, oh, no, actually, that's OK. And we left and went somewhere else. <laughs> and I've never eaten Subway. Yeah. And. Part of that was easy in Tulsa because we had Bill and Ruth's who makes really good sub sandwiches. Oh, yeah. So now yeah. I've been like trying to find a good sub sandwich place in town in St. Louis and it's been not not well going. <laughs> well, uh, we got another news story here. Uh, this one comes from Canada, uh, land of the free home of the brave. Um, uh, in Canada, you know, Canada has uh, this is a this is another food story. Um Canada has some foods there that we don't really get here. Uh, you know, we talked about ketchup, uh, potato chips mm-hmm. a little while ago. Um, well, they have a new thing and, uh, it's vaguely related. Um, they have, uh, pop-ups in Vancouver, Toronto and Ontario, um, this week, uh, from French's, the company French's mm-hmm. and they are giving out for free. They're called, French sickles. Um, they're created in collaboration with the Canadian ice pop brand, happy pops and they're Dude, tomato it? popsicles. Oh, not God. just tomato popsicles. They're ketchup popsicles. Fucking gross. I like, I like, uh, ketchup as much as the next guy, but that's gross. Yeah. You don't know, don't know what to think about that. Do you? I know what to think about it. It's, it's like when you would, um, it's like take the ice tray and you you know stretch saran wrap over the top, fill it with Kool Aid, <laughs> put the little toothpick in there, and you have like little <laughs> toothpick popsicles. And then you start to think like, oh, what other stuff do I like that I can make into popsicles? And you'd be like ketchup, and then and then you'd make one and you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, French is describing them as a savory tomato flavor that is perfectly balanced with a hint of salty sweetness. Ugh. Which is exactly what everyone wants in their popsicles. Oh, gross. People want fruit flavors. That's what people want in popsicles. Anyways, uh, we've got some more news here. Um, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, officers arrested a man on Sunday um, who broke a glass door down trying to turn himself in for a warrant that didn't exist. You know, some criminals uh, are criminals by uh, choice. Some are criminals by um, happenstance. But this guy, this guy was like, "No, I did the, I did the crime. He, let me do the time." He um, at six seventeen in the morning, he began pounding on the door to the local county justice uh, sanctions department. Uh, he was growing impatient with the jail staff who did not open the door for him. So he allegedly broke the glass door and crawled inside, uh, telling officers that he had a warrant and wanted to turn himself in. Uh, 
they found out after they arrested him for breaking into the building that he didn't have a warrant and then was placed under arrest for uh, damage to property. <laughs> Holy shit. That is a wild story. Was he on meth, too? Oh, of course he was. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's he, always on he's, meth. He's got to be. Uh, and for our next news story, it's it's less of a news story, more of an update. I'm pretty sure everyone has heard about the um, this uh, semi-truck in Texas. Um that got left out in the sun, got abandoned, had uh, a bunch of uh, uh, illegal immigrants in the back that uh-huh. are all dead from being in the Texas, sun, being abandoned in the in Texas, Texas sun, sun in a, yeah. Um, well, uh, there's a little bit of an update there. Um, it's just one of these things that you, know, that you find out eventually in the sort of the investigation. Um, the victims, uh, the people in the in the, <laughs> in the truck, they were found sprinkled with a pungent substance that smugglers use to mask the scent of human cargo and evade canine detection. That substance is steak seasoning, <laughs> <laughs> which boggles the mind because if you're going to use something to mask the scent of what your your illegal goods that like dogs are going to be sniffing. Yeah. The last thing I would use is steak seasoning. Uh, that's funny. Like then the it's, the trooper would smell it, sniff it out. Yeah. You guys grilling some steaks in there? <laughs> or 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 the guy didn't abandon the people. He was just slow roasting slow roasting uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh see you're gonna take a bunch of uh, legal immigrants and uh you put them in the back of a uh, semi-truck you park it in the uh, texas sun three four days and put a little bit of seasoning in there and uh boom uh you got you got some good eating you got some good eating yeah well we've got one last news story and tab i know for a fact you will enjoy this news story Okay. Toyota has issued recalls for its first mainstream electric car. Oh, no. Toyota has warned owners of the BZ4X electric SUV to stop driving them immediately because the wheels might fall off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they I, just went on sale this year, um, and it applies to all of them that have been delivered to customers so far. And I have an exact number here. A whopping 260. Holy shit. Shit. Not 260,000, 260, three digits. There's such high demand for these electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. They said that the bolts that hold the wheels can loosen after even a relatively small number of miles on the road, allowing the wheels to detach. That's fucking incredible because so, you know, I'm picturing Ford also has a recall on their electric vehicle. And oh, really? Yeah, but it's it's because of like sudden there's problems in the ECU where there's sudden acceleration. The car will like shut itself off while it's driving. Computer stuff. Computer yeah. stuff. Like all high level things that the car mm-hmm. needs to not happen. Right. For the wheels to fall off, like you make a bunch of other cars. How do you not <laughs> know how to attach wheels to a car? 
It seems like that seems like base level. Like if I were if I were going to start with the base, if you if you went out and made took some basic functions of of a vehicle uh, mm-hmm. and gave them to someone, they'd be like, number one would be some or in the top five, at least would be that it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, that's uh, apparently they also announced a completely separate recall for forty six thousand of their twenty twenty two Toyota Tundra full size pickups, and the problem with those is that the uh, the nuts on the rear axle assembly can loosen, and in some cases this can cause an axle subassembly to become disconnected. That's just embarrassing. That's just yeah. embarrassing. That's a base. That's the baseline of of assembling a vehicle is that the wheels stay on while you're driving. (laughs) Cause if, if like if media has taught me anything, don't they like put these cars through rigorous testing? Like with like the bumps, you know, they like, especially trucks, trucks have that like um, suspension test where it's like uh, alternating bumps in the road. Oh yeah. They know that they drive on. They always show all those things like where they're at proving grounds and, they're yeah they're going over like all the the different bumps that are like offset from one side of the car to the other and like going up in obscene climbs and downhill things and like crash tests and all that shit you'd yeah. think at some one of the tests should be like we have to drive this three thousand miles and see what happens don't shouldn't they just have a giant like um car version of um of a of a, a treadmill yeah, hamster wheel where they just put the car yeah. in there and drive it until it explodes. Yeah, yeah. it drove 10,000 miles straight out until it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's what That's our warranty is going to be. Better than Toyota. Oh, holy shit. That's embarrassing. Well, um, I have some late breaking news, Tim. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, reports are in. It would seem that paypig.org, the Fediverse uh, alternative to Twitter launched by Dick Masterson some point in the year 2020 or 2021, is no more. Oh no. He has taken it down and has decided he will not be reposting it. So, um, he's leaving the server down. As you know, I was a big user. I'm probably like the number one user of PayPig. <laughs> I'm sure I want to see some documentation of, of that, but like I fucking told so many pedophiles to kill themselves. I bet he was just inundated with reports from pedophile uh-huh. uh, instances of being like, this guy was mean to me. So fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess it's a good thing. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Maybe I'll get my fucking Twitter. One of my Twitter handles back. <laughs> Um, what an asshole. I guess I could join no agenda social, but those guys are all kind of faggots. You could, you could, uh, go back to Reddit. Fuck Reddit, man. Fuck Reddit. They have completely ruined their own website. Just, it's, they, it just, I don't know how, but it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Um, See, this is why the I'm other pro. Day, this is why I'm pro trans athletes and women's sports, um, because women have ruined everything men have ever tried to do, <clears throat> i.e., Reddit, 
and uh, by by marching themselves in there and being like, we're going to make this place for diversion and quality and injustice and for all. And then it just like fucking tanks everything. So, yeah, let's send some men into your sports. Now you guys get no sports. Ah, ah, maybe you should have been a little bit less for diversity and inclusion. I was on. Um, like I, I clicked the link to a to a I was searching for for a, a specific image of a horror comic and I, I like i saw the image and and i was trying to find the source for it basically um and i found it through a a reddit link and of course it was it's horror so you know it's slightly gory and it's you know marked as not safe for work and i was on my tablet and you know uh i don't use i don't i used to have a reddit account i probably i haven't logged into it in you know 10 years um so I'm not logged in and, and it says, Hey, uh, this has, you know, mature content. So, uh, either open it on the app so we can verify that you're over 18 or, um, don't look at it. The two op it was, it was like the, it was like the, the blurry newspaper pop-up mm-hmm. like, you know, covering everything. And it said your two options were download the app and look at it or go to home as in our homepage. That is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've discovered on mobile that if you just switch to desktop, it will let you kind of bypass those age gates. But who knows? It, it's just become this like echo chamber of people, and every subreddit is just more and more echo chambery. And if you don't join in and agree with all the same things they do, they yeah. just, they downvote you to the point where you can't like functionally post in their subreddit and, or, and, or they just report you to the mods and get you banned. So, well, uh, this has been, damn it. And, uh, that takes care of our legal, legal obligations this week, but you know, it doesn't take care of what, Finding a new Fediverse alternative. And if you want to help us with that endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, we throw in random bits and bobs every now and again. We have our $5 tier, we do the monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier, where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it, record a feature length commentary. Then we have our $50 spike producer tier where you get a say in the show. Uh, you can request a, a caller or a, uh, to be a guest. You can ask for special bonus content. Anything your heart desires, we'll try our best to fulfill. And we thank all of our patrons, big and small, for um, keeping us afloat for all these years. And uh, thank you so much. But uh, let's go back to some issues, Tim. What's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, pop-ups. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, were you trying to do start an issue, Tim? Would you like help yeah. with that? <laughs> um, so here's the thing, right? In the late 90s, early 2000s, before about 2010, that was the big era of internet pop-ups, right? Before they outlawed them and, and they, they killed all of them. It was a complete massacre. Um, they all died people were like this is not fun we don't want this so they killed them 
Um, and then about five years ago, someone, I don't know who, maybe it's, you know, uh, what's the Comcast guy? Was he Comcast? Was Ajit Pai? Was, was that, that guy? Oh, oh, the uh, commissioner of the FCC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, someone up there decided, you know, what would be awesome if we brought back was pop-ups. And uh, that's when, like, um, news places started doing the the pop-up, like, oh, subscribe so you can finish reading this article. Um, And every single news website is now outfitted with pop-ups. Yeah. That wants you to, sub, you know, like you can read this for a, you can, you can have access for a week for a dollar or you can, you can subscribe for $12 um, a month or to $50 a year. And the other option is like, don't, don't read us. And that was bad, but I got over it there. You know, you, you could, you get, there the were gist. some ways around it. Yeah. 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 There were way, way, there were ways around it, um, you know, different ex- browser extensions and all that, um, but I got I got past it. And then this is really ramped up, and I like the, the last year or two, um, websites asking you if it's okay for them to store your their cookies on your machine. Holy shit! That is a fucking intolerable setup. It's it's. It's like it's every other website at this point, if not all of them. And it's it's not just like, yes, no, it's like multiple choice and yes to these or no to these or yes to all and no to all or no to any of them or yes to all of them. And it's every time you visit because it's always some site, you you know, you, you it's not your homepage. You never visit it. And well, and like, why do the browsers not just have have this built in, right? Reject all cookies, Re- reject all of them. I, I don't give a shit if like wallstreetjournal.com remembers that I read these, these pages, not fuck them to death. What it is, is it's the same. It's the same people that the first version of pop-ups, the ads, the pop-up ads of the internet of old, you know, they got the dumb people, you know, the, the dumb people would see the pop-up and be like, Oh my God, I could win $75,000 if I give these people my credit card information. Well, I better do it. That sounds like a great deal to me. Goku needs uh, your help. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, like those dumb people, like they would get, they would put their credit card information in and then they would get scammed, right? Lose a bunch of money and then complain to someone. And that would get, um, that would that helped get all the pop-ups be like these pop-ups are malicious and they're you know stealing money and they're it's hurtful to people and they got those banned it, the, um but like you know the news the news thing right like that's also for dumb people yes right? it's i can i could oh i can read this article for a dollar eh, that's not too much i'll sure i'll do that and they got enough people to do that they're like hey let's you know, we'll, let's we'll go, we'll go with this and the cookies thing, right? The cookies thing, uh, same thing. It's, um, people that have to like read every single thing that pops up. Let's see. Do I want to accept cookies? I don't, I, well, 
are they oatmeal raisin or chocolate chip macadamia nut i don't see any of those i don't huh those are the only ones i like so i'm gonna go ahead and say no well it's the it's also just like the pop-ups of old the cookies thing because that's why they want that's why they want them on there like they yeah. want you to have their cookies and they want to be able to read other people's cookies so that they can better target advertising to you to get you to click on something so that someone gets a nickel. Sure. Someone, yeah, someone like found out about the, the concept of some dumb person found out about the concept of cookies and they whined to someone and that person, that someone, you know, told someone else and eventually they got it so that there was some sort of law FCC thing passed that was like, Hey websites, you need to tell people if you're going to store their cookies. Yeah. And And so now we're stuck with that. What I love, I love on those cookies pop-ups too, is that it'll be like, uh, there'll there'll be the toggles, right? It'll be like all, all only necessary, like advertising this and that. And of course you unclick all of them except for necessary because you Mm. can't unclick that one. But then at the bottom, instead of it being submit, it'll be like, accept all and submit. And so it'll just undo (laughs) what you just did, which is really fucking deceitful. Like it really needs, I'm sure there's a browser extension, but it really needs to be on a browser Mm -hmm. level where I can just go like, I don't, Send do not tracks constantly. Don't fucking download any cookies. Just delete the cookies at the end of every session. If I need to stay signed in this website, like let me manually change it. And then push notifications. Oh God, the fucking, yeah. Everything wants to send you push notifications. Like I don't want push notifications from a website (laughs) ever, 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 ever. ever. Even if it's like no one, your, your loved ones are dying dot biz. And it's like, boop. Uh, Tim is choking on a piece of sausage. I'm like, well, I live in St. Louis, so I don't. I can't fucking give him the Heimlich. I don't have his. Hey, it's Tuesday number. night. <laughs> My um, sister is being chased by a rapist. I'm like, holy shit! I should probably get on that. <laughs> um, I'm coming for you, but- sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me ten hours, but I'll be there eventually. Oh no, I mean, I was the one chasing her. I'm not chasing her to rape her. I'm just chasing her and a rapist. Um, But the worst of the pop-ups for me has to be something that either I don't care about enough or pay attention to enough um, or they are unobtrusive enough on Windows. um, But the pop-ups on Mac drive me absolutely insane fucking everything on mac is constantly popping and binging and treating you like a moron because everyone that owns one is a moron yeah and not not only do they pop and bing but they take control yeah they'll pull focus focus, they pull focus um and and the worst is like when i start up when i have to start up this mac i start it up and it's on an ssd so it boots fast um and they always like no matter I I I literally just got a pop up. I cannot <laughs> believe that happened. NordVPN just just popped up. Time to change your password. No, I don't uh, want to change my password. No, thank you. You're still on Nord. Uh, yeah, 
because I got the you know three year package deal or whatever. As soon as that's over, I'm 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 over them. Yeah, they they completely changed. So on Mac, they changed apps. Really? As in like not even not even like there was a new update. It was like this app is out of date, and you have to go to the Apple Store and download the new Nord VPN app for Mac. Like who does that? Nobody. Nobody. Well, there's probably and, was was the original one like a DMG that you installed, and now it's an App Store app. Probably. I think I think Apple is shifting to where they want the only shit you can put on your computer to come through the App Store, which is retarded. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And but what it does is it tracks absolutely everything installed on your computer because in order oh, to get anything off the App Store, you have to be signed into an Apple account. Yeah. which is a nightmare on of its own level. Um, yeah, I have a Mac for work, a MacBook Pro laptop that has that I promptly hooked into my secondary display and has not fucking moved since. <laughs> and um, it's like it's constantly popping up these little pop ups in the corners, like check out your new features with Mac and we'll do more. Like, yeah. I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do. I got my email on one screen. I got my drafting on one screen. I got my web browser on one screen. And then I still have the laptop screen to throw other random stuff on. Cause you can do like the multiple desktops on Mac. It's like the only feature that I like, which is, it is possible with windows too. It's just not as seamless. Not as like seamless. Yeah. yeah. Um, um and uh, just I, it's constantly trying to do stupid things that I don't need constantly. to do. And one of the other Every things I, that's really annoying is that it'll like you'll be in preferences or something and it'll pop up some thing and then you'll click away and it'll get buried under other windows. And then you can't work on the window you're looking at because the the pop up is now behind the window you're looking at. But it doesn't tell you like, oh, hey, by the way, there was a thing you had to click agree to that we've covered up 15 minutes ago and you have no idea where it is. And then you're just like kind of trying to click through and find the fucking thing to make the damn thing work. I was trying yeah, to, uh, I, I felt like a moron cause I spent a good 15 minutes the other day trying to figure out how to put a shortcut to a Dropbox folder on my desktop where if I clicked, <laughs> I clicked the icon on my desktop, it opened up the Dropbox folder and not a copy of the Dropbox folder because I don't need a copy of the Dropbox folder. I need to yeah. constantly go to the Dropbox where everything's live updating all the time. And I felt like a dipshit. Do you know, do you know what button I had to push to make that happen? Uh, it's like I, I have, I've had to do before. It's a weird key combination. They call it an alias. Yes, it's an alias. Yeah, not not a shortcut. No. Why would it be called an alias? An alias is like if I wanted to call this, you know, my C drive main storage, that's an alias. I'm calling C main storage. That's yeah. That's not its name, but that's what I'm going to call it. Like tab is an alias. Like that's not my legal name. It's an alias. Madcucks is an alias. Uh, <laughs> a shortcut, it would be like my phone number, right? Yeah. My phone 704-750-9434 is, is not... It's not you. Not me. But if you if you click on that, you will get to me. If you put that yeah. on your phone and click on it, it will get to me. Yes. Uh, like it's the most dipshit re- retarded language that's in there. And it's like, why, why not just call it? Just call it a shortcut, man. Just fucking call it a shortcut. Oh, well, windows calls them shortcuts. We call them aliases. Yeah. You're fucking stupid. 
<laughs> but also, also, no Mac user wants a short needs a shortcut on the desktop because Mac users just put everything on the desktop because there is absolutely no file structuring system built into Mac whatsoever. No. Finder no. is a Finder, for whatever reason, I need to figure this one out. Maybe someone can call, leave a voicemail for me because when I open up Finder, I want to see all my documents in a list format and not in like a big fucking window of icons. And I, every fucking time I open Finder, I change it to list format. And every time I close Finder and reopen it, it's back to fucking icons. And it makes yep. me want to punt the thing out the fucking window. It makes me want to pull out my gun, shoot out the window in my office, take the MacBook, throw it out the window, and then shoot at it on its way down to the ground. That's about what they deserve. <laughs> that is what they deserve. Uh, I, I don't, I seriously do not understand how like people, Function uh, using these those as computers. I yeah, I, I use mine as as minimally as as I have to. I have mine uh, set up, and in, even that is too much. Even yeah, too I have much. mine set up in my office, and then I keep my I set up my personal laptop every day next to my work PC. I don't do any work on it; it's just there, just in case I need to do something. It's like oh, this will be faster on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like nice. if I if I have a a personal thing, like let me look up this up on this website. Uh, do I want to go over to Brave on my work computer? No, I'll just do it on my personal. Boop, 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 boop. And then and then it's nice because I can have the whatever I'm looking at up on my computer and then work on it on the Mac. So so I'm not like tabbing back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh I hate it. I hate it so much. I I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, you, know, you know what else I hate? is similarly it, this is vaguely pop-up related uh on mac is how they treat minimize as and alt tabbing they uh, treat it as two different things yeah right so on windows if you minimize something it goes away and you are no longer in control of that thing yeah. right if you have a text if you have a like a if you have a text box open and you're typing and then you minimize that you keep typing. It doesn't keep typing in that thing. Does Mac do that? Um, conversely, if you alt tab in windows to go to like a, the next thing you have open, it switches to that thing. If it's minimized, it opens it up because it knows you need to go to that thing. Right. Yeah. But Mac, like, like right now I'm, I have, I have logic up in my window. It's recording the audio. If I click the yellow button that minimizes it, I'm still in logic. I'm now no longer in Chrome, even though all I can see aside from the top tool toolbar is Chrome. Oh, that's so now yeah. I have to click into Chrome in and order then to actually be in Chrome. When I uh, hit, when I alt tab, when I do bitch. max version of alt tab and I hit it once to go back to the last thing I was on, which was logic. The only thing that changes is the name of the thing in the toolbar because it's still minimized. It, what a worthless software. The other thing I hate about alt tabbing on the Mac is that. So when you alt tab, it's just between instances of a software. So like if I'm going from QLab to Chrome, it's like, mm -hmm. all right, here's QLab. Now here's Chrome. But if I have multiple Chrome pages open, like I've split my tabs up into multiple windows I can't alt tab through those. There's some other key combination to sort through those. Whereas with yeah. windows, if I have every single tab in brave open as 
as its own window, I can tab through all of them all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, it I knows don't understand. that it's two different things. Yeah. I fucking hate that. And I hate the way like when a, a, pro, a software has something going on that once you see about it, it makes the icons jump in the bottom. Like, I'll get back to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, Windows, it just, it'll like highlight it with a, with a orange or green or something. And you're like, oh, there must be something going on with uh, my file explorer. What's going on here? Oh, this download stopped for some reason. Let me, let me figure that out. <sighs> they can't even get like the three, the, you know, the ma- minimize, maximize and quit, right? They can't even get those right. Um, because if you hit quit on something. Um, it doesn't actually close the program. It just closes what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. If you hit minimize on it, it does. Like I talked about minimize. If you hit maximize, what does maximize do on Mac? Creates a new desktop where only that pro that program is open full screen. Yeah. And so if, if you hit full screen on windows by accident, right. And you let's say, let's say in the half second that that happened, you forgot what the full screen button was. What's the first thing you would do? Uh, hit that button again. Well, no, but, but you forgot what that button does. What button would you hit instead? Escape. Right, because that usually undoes or like escapes out of what you do. Yeah. What does that do on Mac? I have no idea. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm looking at a full screen Chrome window. It's doing absolutely nothing. Another thing that I hate about Mac is that that Windows... So like right now I'm on, I'm using both computers because Q-Lab's on a Mac and the recording's on this PC and I have Discord open and it's in half a screen. I have Reaper open and it's in half a screen. And the way that I got those to be in half a screen was I grabbed the Discord window, I dragged it all the way to the one side and it it like popped up as half a screen and then yeah. it opened up every other program that was open and it was like, if you click on one, it'll make it the other half of your screen. It's window yep. snapping. You can do like quarter screens. You can do half screens. It's great. It's a great functionality, especially if you're working on a big And then there's a, a little screen. bar that you can, there's a little bar that you can click and drag and like to do like a change the size. Fifth of a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is in order to do that on a Mac, which they only recently added. The way you do that on a Mac is you go up to the maximize button, you long press it, and then it'll pop open a little window underneath the maximize and it'll option for split screening. And then you choose which side of the screen you want it to go to. And then you go do that with another program and it'll go to the other side of the screen. But if you close one of those windows, it will make the remaining one now full screen and just take up the whole screen. And it is. So I just did it because I've never done this before. I just did it and it's full screen, which is not what I want. It didn't give you a little pop up. No, it, it did, but it's also full screen. They're both full screen. It's like a, it's like it. I, I also have no, I have no toolbar now. Yeah, yeah, it does hide your toolbar. And escape does nothing but flash. <laughs> the it just flashes white. It so I have you. to alt tab into something that isn't that. It, it's it's and a then, computer that's made for people who want things to like just open quickly and not made for someone who wants to actually get anything done. Like it's a, it's a glorified Facebook machine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we went way off the rails at the end of that one, but pop-ups was a good <laughs> issue, Tim. Um, Thank you. Here's what I don't get. Being behind the curve. 
And the reason why I don't get being behind the curve is because I am above, I'm like way ahead of the curve. You are the curve. I'm the curve. I'm the curve setter. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I talked about this, this payroll company that, that the, uh, stagehands worked with and about how they were terrible uh-huh. about how we need yeah. to replace them and all these things. And I, like, I, I had like a maniacal laugh on an episode where I told, I said that I was going to get rid of that payroll company. I was going to take the guy out. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately I quit before I could do that, but I quit. And within about, uh, less than 14 days, the person that took my spot was like, wow, all of this shit is fucking horribly broken. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I know that. Like I, I tried to explain this to people a lot and yeah. nobody listened to me. So uh-huh. I decided to get as far away from you people as I possibly could. Yeah. Um, so anyway, last week, a couple weeks ago, we were out and I get an email from the person that took my spot and he's like, yeah, so I've been doing some looking at this, this other payroll company. That's like a nationwide payroll company that works with stagehand groups all over the country. And, uh, here's all these things that they'll offer that the, this other, the company we have now won't offer. And, uh, it may cost us slightly more a year. And uh, he said, do you guys, because I am I was appointed to a contract negotiation committee with our current payroll provider. Like, do you guys want to talk to these people and see if maybe they'd be an alternative to Tassel? And uh, I replied back, being that I do not care about being professional anymore. I said, I don't need to talk to anybody. We should switch to them immediately. Fuck. Sight unseen. Sight unseen. Fuck Tassel. Anything is better. Fuck yeah. every one of them. Like, they've had their claws in us for too long. And... uh so anyway, they ended up, they did end up setting up a meeting and I, I attended the meeting via zoom and, um, got a lot more information about what they offer. And like, they kept saying they little things like one of the, one of the big problems with the the company that, that you guys currently have is, uh, so an event happens, they say, Hey, we need 10 stage hands to do this. We call 10 stage hands, 10 stage hands show up, 10 stage hands do the work. Then someone creates an invoice for those 10 stage hands and the hours that they worked. They send it to the client, the client pays the invoice, and then that goes to the payroll company and the payroll company pays that out. Now, the stage hands are at the mercy of the person creating the invoice, the person mm-hmm. receiving the invoice, and the, yeah. the, however the money gets to the payroll company, if it's US mail or whatever. So the payroll company even though they get sent the invoice to know that it's coming and know that it's going to need to be paid, they get sent at the same time the client gets, it gets sent to the client. They absolutely, the current one will not pay that invoice unless they have the funds in hand. So the result is if a client fucks up and doesn't pay it, the hands just don't get paid for however long. I I have outstanding checks from like April and March from some of these companies. So, that's frustrating for a multitude of reasons. And a big, one of the big things that I constantly faced in when I had the job of running the place was people calling, asking when they were going to get paid for a thing. Has this thing paid? Has this thing paid? Has this thing paid? And, um, it, it means very frustrating. Uh, and then you start to think like, well, you know, they, they asked me if I could work on Tuesday, but I may not get paid for Tuesday until, sometime in late July. So 
is it better to go work for them or like just fucking stay home? And more and more people start to say, well, fucking stay home. Well, this other payroll company, if you work anytime before Monday at midnight, you get paid the following Friday. Like a real job. Yeah. Yeah. Every week they, and they just, they just front the money. They don't care. Um, Cause the, they're going to, they're going after it anyways. And, and then, so that's the other part of it, right? Is that they, so they create the invoices, they build the client, they process the payroll. So in the same situation, they call 10 stagehands. They say, Hey, we need 10 stagehands. The stagehands go work. The steward of the call sends in a report to the payroll company or you know, whatever process they decide to have, how it works. They send it to the, to the person who was in my job who then sends the payroll company. But they's like, yep, these 10 stage hands, they all worked eight hours. It was for this client that gets sent to the payroll company. Payroll company pays those 10 stage hands on the following Friday for eight hours of work. Payroll sends an invoice to the client for eight hours of work. Client doesn't pay that invoice for 30 days. Payroll company co- starts fucking riding their coattails and can sue yeah. them, right? Whereas, yes. <laughs> whereas right now, payroll, we send the invoice to the client. Client doesn't pay it. Payroll company says, hey, this hasn't been paid. I have to call the client over and over and over again to try and get this money paid, which yeah. takes away time that I could be using to not do that. And so like, I, I saw that and I was like, there's your $18,000 in savings right there. That's... That's people like that know they're going to get paid on Friday. If they work a show, they're going to get paid. There's never a question. There's never a like that'll that'll help retain workers that will make your life inordinately easier and make the amount of the pittance of money you're paying this position a lot more worthwhile because that is two hours a week that is now gone. Maybe even more. Maybe eight well, hours a week. More than, it's gone. You, more than two hours a week. You know that. Yeah. Because that's, that's you also don't have to, you're also not the, the front of the payroll company at that point. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing the, inv- the invoicing. You're not doing the following up. You're not like, there's so many things that just get eliminated from that job that I had. And so. You're, you're, you're not answering why, why something hasn't been paid. Yeah. If, and so <laughs> I'm, I'm just like if you people had done anything to pursue any of this three months ago, that job would have been a job that I'd be willing to still do. Yeah. But you didn't, you're just like, well, it's just kind of like the fucking Toyota. It's, Oh yeah. We've, we've built cars for years. We'll be able to just fucking throw an electric <laughs> motor in this bitch and it'll be fine. And the fucking wheels fall off. No, it doesn't work. The system, the system used to work because of all the weird nepotistic shit that's why it worked. But now all those pieces are starting to scatter to the winds and you're starting to see that this whole thing is a fucking house of cards. And I was ahead of the curve to be pointing it out and nobody listened until they had to be in that position and started to realize like, Oh, it's, you know, it's like the flat earthers. They go like, well, I'm here in Kansas and uh, this, you know, doesn't look like, I don't see the curve of the earth. And it's like, well, yeah, cause you're so, so insignificant in relation to the curve of the earth <laughs> that you can't see it. Like you, yeah. you get up at too high enough level and you start to see the curve of the earth and you start to say like, this is going to be a problem. 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 And you start to get proven right again and again and again. And I, I, I just want to, I like, I get these emails still to this day. Like I quit this job more than a month ago was my last day. And I still get emails. I got emails this week asking me how to sign in to my old email account on this person's phone. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? 
you hired an IT guy. That was the first position that you hired when I told you that I was quitting was someone to handle the IT for the for everyone. Working with the computers, setting up the website, setting up call steward, and helping you fucking sign into email on your phone. I don't work for you anymore. I don't work in the same state you're in anymore. Leave me the fuck alone. Amazing. I know. Like I'm like I'm fucking uh, a superhero or something. Yeah. And it's just immensely frustrating because Would you like to hear would you like to hear something funny? Sure. That I don't I don't I don't think you know this. Uh when I was working earlier this week, I I didn't get the whole story. But um what I got the gist of was that a phone number was leaked. Oh, mine? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, it sounds like maybe not leak, maybe leaked is not the right word, but it sounds like, um, a bunch of stagehands who had not been paid for things suddenly had a new phone number to call. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So much so like so much so that, uh, like the phone got shut off or something. Uh, I didn't didn't hear the whole thing, but thought you'd like that. I would. I do like that. Yeah. Like they, they screw around with people's money and, and then they pass it off and they go like, well, you you have to talk to tab about that. Why hasn't this been paid? You have to talk to tab tab about that. And I was like, well, cause the maybe sender didn't pay it. Like, why can't, and then they send me an email. The maybe center still hasn't paid this invoice. People are complaining. Like, why don't you have the fucking maybe center's number? Why don't you fucking call them? Why don't you do something for that fucking amount of money you steal out of everyone's check every day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, it, it, and there, there's, there's more than that. Like they're starting to see the safety stuff catching up with them. They're starting to see, just the oh we have people that can't do these these positions that need to be filled like what are we going to do i i don't know that's what i've tried to tell you um when when there's one person in in the local who can program a light board run a sound console run a fly rail you know be a truck loader and do all those things but that person can't physically work because the amount of stuff you're putting on their plate outside of being able to do the actual job he wants to do that, that hurts like your negotiating ability. Yeah. What hurts it worse is when that person goes like, yeah, I'm not working for you at all. And that's just me, right? There are people that maybe couldn't do the same level of things that I'm doing, you know, but they're good at being a fly person. They're good at being a lighting console operator. They're good at, and they get jerked around too much and they go like, well, I don't want to fucking do this. Um, There are people that are interested in learning those things, but there's no one that's willing to teach them. There's no time to teach them. That literally came up the other day. And then, then they him and haw. Um, You know, I, I got, I don't know why I got included on this email, but uh, ETC sent this email to my successor and me that was like, here's this training, this ion console training happening in Arkansas and the dates and how to sign up. 
please send this to your membership. Now, I don't know if that got sent to the membership or not, but I immediately sent it to my employee at my new job. Yeah. I was, I was like, Hey, um, if, cause actually he and I have both taken that same training in the past and it, it updates over time, you know, as they update their console stuff, but I sent it to him and I was like, Hey, if you're interested in taking this, you know, even if it's just level three, um, let's, let's figure that time out. If you're not interested, then no big deal. Maybe we can send it to the, to some, send some other people that we know to it. But, you know, I wanted to give you, I got that sent this, I'm going to send it to you. So, and when I was in charge of things with the union, I was like, yeah, we should pay to send these people to this, at least pay the fucking cost of the class or, or lodging or something. And then, oh, you know, we sent 10 people of that. We got eight programmers out of it. Now we can cover all these different events and things that are happening. And those people get paid higher rates because they, but nope, nobody listens. They're all just like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cause they're where they're sitting on the curve is not in a good spot and they're not seeing the whole lay of the land. Yeah. And then, and then I get yelled at when I do things to, <laughs> you're not, you weren't following the list properly. Because that, that's another thing is that I was, when I was setting calls, I was setting all the calls for everything. So I was looking at the big picture. Yes. And I'm think I'm looking at this and going like, well, I need, I need this skilled op for this thing at this place. And I need this skilled op for this thing at this place. And here's a person that can do both things. And here's a person that can do one of those things. So I need to put the person that could do, do one of those things at the one place and the other person at the other place and like being able to see and kind of rearrange that. And I'd set my calls that way, which wasn't really following the list. And then I offered this call to everyone and then call number two to everyone. I was offering call number one, one and two to different people at different times to try and get them filled with the best qualified people. But that was for like the betterment of everyone. But then yep. you get yelled at because people don't get offered the call that they want. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna I go don't ahead and tell need you. you on that one. I need you on yeah. this one. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Uh, people have already noticed. Yeah, I'm sure they have. I'm sure the clients have noticed, too. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I had to talk with someone the other day that, you know, you and I both know. Um, he he said he he's already noticed that it's just it's it's. Well, he said it's like now they're they're just going by the list. Yeah, like a, like a robot would. Yeah, and and there's a you know there's a benefit to that. It's, sure, that's sure. the way it was designed. Yeah. Um, but it's on on the other hand, it's kind of sabotaging yourself because then you end up with a call that comes in late, and it only goes to the people that are at the bottom of the list that don't know what they're doing. And so then you send a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing to a client and the client's like, why the fuck did I pay for, you know, why am I paying $18 an hour for six dipshits who don't know yeah. the male end of a cable from the female end of a cable? Or it's the opposite. Yeah. Or, or it's, it's slow and, and all the people at the top that you know, are skilled people get stuck, you know, doing menial labor. Yeah. And so best of luck to them, but some of the shit's going to start biting him in the ass. And Oh yeah. Like one of the things is the overtime. Um, you know, if you work on different, a different contract or for a different client, it 
counts as new hours. It has to be 40 yeah. hours in a week for the same client. At least that's the way they say that it works. And so, you know, people will work a hundred, you know, I, I worked in nine days. I worked 112 hours. Oh yeah. It was a couple uh, of weeks ago. Both of us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it, we're up in the hunt like by a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. A certain portion of those hours were over, were overtimeable because they were for one client, but then the yeah. rest weren't like, I was already in overtime when the rest of those hours hit. <laughs> and so in there's probably, you know, I, if I wasn't a team player, I could go to the national labor relations board and be like, Hey, I worked 112 hours in a nine day period for these people. And uh, I didn't get paid overtime except for like this small window of time, like 15 of the hours. Yeah. And then they, then they'd be like, well, we need to investigate this and then they're going to get fucked. And I was like, you need to not schedule people to work for working across things like this. But then they bitch and moan. Oh, uh, you need to not skip. If they're, if the arena schedules two giant events back to back, you cannot schedule the same people to work both of those days because those people are, are not getting a nine hour turnaround. Like we require. And, they're fatigued. They're showing up to a load in fatigued. That's the yeah. way someone gets hurt. Well, you know, what are we going to do when, you know, I'm entitled to those calls. Like, okay, then. <laughs> but whatever, you know, it's like, it's not my chair, not my problem anymore. It's just funny that I keep like my phone will come. My phone will go off. I'll see, I'll see the name of the email and I'm just like, what am I going to get proven right about today? And it's, it's funny every time. So. And I can kind of start, I, I've, uh, you know, just from working this week, I've in you know, hearing the chatter, it, it seems like it's either all going to fall down or at the very least people, people were like, man, uh, really would have been nice if some of this stuff tab had, had said, you know, got implemented. That was the thing. They had a guy who was willing to take. I'm not a complainer, which I know is ironic, given the format <laughs> of the show. But I'm really not. Like in in my professional career, I've I've stopped being a complainer. I don't bitch about. I didn't get enough sleep. I didn't get. I'm I'm hungry. I missed a meal. I just when people ask me how my day's gone, I say it's gone great. You know, when when things start to get rough, I just persevere through and reassure people that it's going to be okay. I try and be that voice of reason. People yell at me because there's a problem. I let them yell at me. Um, I absorbed a lot of, a lot of problems for those people and I got nothing but static for it. And yeah. I, yeah, I guess I could have stood up in a meeting and been like, yeah, you guys are all fucking bitching and moaning piss ants and you're not worth my time. But I, that's just not the way that I, think to do things. So my thought was, I can't do this anymore. I need to stop. I need to stop or I will die. That was basically where I was when I sent the, my letter of resignation was that I need to stop or I will die and not like I'm going to kill myself, but like I'm going to pass out. I'm going to fall asleep driving and, you know, careen off into a median or into a ditch or into the front of a semi, or I'm going to like have a, like brain aneurysm or a heart attack or something. And, uh, when it really came down to it, it was a choice between myself or 300 other people. And of those 300 other people, like maybe 25 are worth a damn. 
but I'm not going to kill myself for 275 people that don't care. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll watch from afar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have an inside man. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, well, that's my issue being behind the curve. Try to be in front of the curve. It, uh, it'll make your life, it'll make your life inordinately harder, but at least you'll get to be proven right a lot. Like with Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I, some people would argue like, oh, you were just too puss, too much of a pussy to ever get into it. Or like, you didn't understand. Now, now you're just proven right. Or like Scott Adams, when Scott Adams was proven wrong about every single thing about the pandemic, the pandemic he ever claimed, he's like, well, you guys couldn't have known that you were right. And I couldn't have known that I was right. So really we're all kind of the same. It's like, no, Scott Adams, you're a <laughs> retard. I was right the entire time with my lack of information. You were wrong your entire time with your lack of information. So one of us clearly has something going on. The other one doesn't. Um, anyway, but, uh, yeah, this has been, here's what I don't get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim Hanneberger. See you guys next week. See you. If you want to call in the Here's Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. Um, I've got some voicemails here. People calling in. Hey, guys. It's Sage. So I didn't realize that the pizza boy didn't work at uh, Pizza Hut and was so quick to be like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to have that job anymore uh, much longer anyway, guys. Uh, so, you know, don't don't bother trying to find me. Fuck you, faggot. Like, okay, uh, you don't work at a fucking Pizza Hut. Okay, so you work at uh, a fancier fucking, oh, it's not a $10 pizza like Pizza Hut. You fucking work at a Papa Johnson, you know, a whole fucking $10 more for a fancy pizza. Like, Wow fucking real expensive there douchebag oh, oh and i'm gonna work at a fucking uh cigar shop soon uh also real fancy i spent a whole hundred dollars on steak like good for you faggot like do you not realize that people spend more than fucking a hundred dollars on steak like you're fucking pathetic dude just give me your address real quick i'll fucking find you i'll come beat your ass and then you know that can be it also, fuck the fucking faggots who keep on talking about how, oh, uh, yeah, this this abortion bill getting uh, thrown out. Um, yeah, fuck you, Sage. Like, you guys aren't going to be talking shit except on the fucking internet. Like, how about you give me your fucking address, I'll come to you, and we'll just fucking duke it out. Fuck you, losers. All right, that's it. Bye. Just, just tell me where you live. so okay here's the deal if you want to send me your address uh you send me your address and i'll i'll because i have sage's number here i'll text your address to sage and then and then he can show up and beat your ass and and then (laughs) we can find out like it'll be like the end of jay and silent bob strike back where they're going door to door like did you say that i shouldn't (laughs) have gone into a restaurant at 10 35 at night when they close at 11 and then they just just fights you on your doorstep yeah
Uh, as long as there's a camera running, I don't I don't really mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to bring a cameraman and that camera it has to be like a, a non-biased person that will oh, yeah. just immediately well they need to just live stream it, I guess. Yeah. And uh like sagefights.google.biz or whatever. <laughs> and that's what it'll be. And so it'll just live stream. There'll be like a you'll get that's what you'll have to set your browser notifications. So when the pop up comes up, you're gonna say yes. And so you'll be like there at work and be like like sage fights. Oh shit! Let's oh god! Sue's on now. And it's like, gonna, bing bong. Hey, you fucking leave a voicemail on. Here's what I don't get in September of 2021. <laughs> Fuck you, man! And then they fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another one. Hey, is this a message for that ten-year-old chill for big super glue? Uh, I admit how happy and proud you are that you're able to glue your koi back together. It's Legos. They're meant to go together and not come apart very easily. What the hell, man? What, what else? Which of your other did you super glue back together that you're so proud of? Uh, your compass Silverado? Uh, did you glue the head back on your Barbie doll? Did you super glue your, I can't believe it's not Peter North, comically oversized pooper pleaser? Did you? Did you? Sorry, brother. I didn't mean to ruin the episode for you, though. I feel really bad about that. But you know what you can do? You can pony up $50 and then put yourself on one of the last few episodes. But you don't want to do that, will you? Because you have the personality of a used-up porn studio biz bop. And the texture and... Yeah, you run. Beach. Uh, a lot of beef this week in the voicemails. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had this much beef in a long time. Yeah. People are getting antsy. They're coming to the end. They're like, I got to tell these people <laughs> to fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're making the freaking show gay. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting guests on that are making the freaking show gay. <laughs> hey, Tim. Hey, Tab. Chicago's biggest dickhead here. Here's what I don't get. Uh, the police needing to see your documents when they pull you over. I mean, I know when you pulled me over that you looked up on your little laptop my uh, my license plate number, and I'm pretty sure it tells you that my car is registered and uh, I I have insurance. And shit, it probably shows a picture of my face on your little screen. Um and if it doesn't show up, it fucking should. Uh, you know, the state has all that information. They took the fucking picture. I'm pretty sure they could send it to you and have it in some database. Uh, you know, I, I've seen multiple videos where a cop pulled a gun on a guy for reaching towards his glove box after the cop asked to see his documents. Uh, you know, that's fucking bullshit. Uh, like, I get that, you know... A lot of times cops get shot. It's on the side of the road when people do something fishy. But, you know, but let's make it safer for everyone. And uh, then drivers don't have to rifle through their car uh, looking for shit when they get pulled over. Uh, and trigger-happy cops don't have to get jumpy. Um, you know, but that is unless it's, you know, so important to write bullshit $50 tickets to people for not having proof of registration and even if their car is registered or, you know, you forgot your license in your other pants or some bullshit like that. 
you know, unless, you know, unless that's the real reason they're writing these tickets, um, you know, that's what I don't get. Ooh, also, Tab, let me know your new address so I can send you a cute housewarming present, like a dead animal with a death threat carved into it to make you keep doing the show. I love you. Call me back. <laughs> uh, TBD. TBD. Um, yeah, the, the, when the cops, like, get antsy when you reach into your glove box, like, where else? I know they can make the things where you, like, keep it on your visor and whatnot, but... When they get antsy, there could be about, a gun there too. Yeah, well, when they get antsy about that, it's like the, it's the equivalent of, and we've, I maybe we all haven't been here, but uh, the cop asks you a question, you start to answer it, and they tell you to shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nothing irritates me more in the world than when the cops do that. Like, it just makes me want to grab them by the head, you know, just reach out and grab them by the head, and then drive full speed while I grind yeah. their body off on a K rail. Yeah. Um, the cops in Norman, the college town I grew up in, would do that. They'd pull you over and they'd ask you a question and they'd be like, oh, you, where are you headed tonight? Like, I'm headed home. Shut up. Jesus Christ. Um, and, like, it's all done to make you flustered so that you, yeah, like, could yeah. cop to something you're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, although I will say this, the last time I got pulled over, uh, I opened up my glove box to get my registration and proof of insurance out and realized that I had my gun in the glove box. I was like, oh, shit. And then I closed the glove box just as he walked up. It was great. Uh, we got another voicemail. Here's what I don't get. Why is it that with burns, the higher the degree, the worse the burn is? But with crimes, the higher the degree, the less heinous the crime is. And I think I think the court system's the one that's in the wrong here, because really, honestly, a third-degree rape sounds a lot worse than a first-degree rape, but it's not nearly as bad. I don't get it. Why? This, is, this goes back to the whole batteries and boobies thing. I don't get it. He does have a point. I guess it just depends on your. It de- well, it depends. I, to me, it depends on your view of numbers, right? No, well, you, no, wait, you okay. Numbers, whoa, 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 whoa! We all have the same view of numbers. That's why we have numbers, Tim. The thing we sent out to space was a bunch of numbers, <laughs> so the aliens could figure out that we know how numbers work. Yeah. So what I'm saying though is like, uh, in you know, in the first degree, uh, it's most heinous because like, oh, I'm number one at crime, right? I, I do the best crime. I'm number one as opposed to being like in third place. I commit the uh, best crimes. They're huge. We go out there. We're going to do, we're going to do all the crimes. We're going to have yeah. great crimes. Uh, we're going to be the number one of if crimes. You're, if you're not first, you're last basically. <laughs> then why not be that same way with burns? No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe burns are in the wrong. Like, oh, I got burned the most. I'm number one at getting burnt. <laughs> like Richard Pryor is number one burn. at getting burnt. <laughs> Him and that Buddhist monk from the cover of the Rage Against the Machine album. From Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe you're right. I don't know. A, a puzzlement for the ages. Uh, here's another voicemail. Yeah, here's what I don't get. Hocus Pocus 2. Yep, they're fucking making a sequel, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just loaded up IMDb to answer 
one of my many questions of who's an actor in some random TV show or movie, but I mean, I guess we're getting to that age where shit from my childhood is now being either rebooted or getting a fucking sequel, but holy shit to these... Every... I, I forgot who the fuck... I don't know the three of them, but the, the one that has the black hair that's in the shape of the cone, she lo- at least looks normal. The other two... Holy shit, they look horrible. Anyways. So I don't know the 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 one with the black hair, but it's Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, you know it. Yeah. Uh here's here's what I don't get. Hocus Pocus. That movie sucks. That movie is dog shit. <laughs> I, I liked it as a kid. I haven't watched it in probably 15, 20 years. See, once again, I didn't watch that movie until I was an adult man. And I was forced to yeah, watch it by a girl. Yeah, and it's not for adult men. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "This, this sucks. Like, this is just stupid." And uh, it's the only thing Sarah Jessica Parker has ever looked good in. I, I will give it that as a pro. Mm, no, uh, Sarah. It's before it's before it's. <laughs> Go ahead. Sarah Jessica Parker looked really good in a barn, and also that one <laughs> ratio one. <laughs> And yeah, he's coming yeah. around the outside. She was in a, that, park coming around. Uh, anyway, she was in that Tobey Maguire movie, Spider Man, Sea Biscuit. <laughs> uh, she played a Spider Man villain. It was the Horse Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, I think we all know why they're making Hocus Pocus too. It's because like people our age will take their kids to see it and be like, I love Hocus Pocus. I think it's this going straight to Disney Plus. I yeah. probably will. What could it possibly be about? Like someone lit that stupid candle again. Yeah. Someone lit probably. the candle and the sisters came back out, but didn't they get destroyed by the sunlight at the end of the last one or something? I don't know. Maybe they'll get, um, maybe the female, the, the female, the young female lead in this one will also be, um, not Hillary Swank. Is like that, a different not Hillary Swank. Was it not Hillary Swank in the first one? No. Uh, I just remember there's the scene where the cat gets run over and it's like has the tire mark in it and then the cat like inflates back up. He's like, see, I'm undead. I can't die. And the weird zombie guy played by Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah. Doug Jones. All right. This is the last voicemail. The classic American documentary series, Mr. Ed. Somehow, Mr. Ed hijacks an old decommissioned Air Force plane and he takes off backwards. That's not how planes work. Wings don't work that way. Is, is there a Mr. Ed where Mr. Ed flies a plane? Uh. That would be weird. Uh, I, uh, I'm really confused as to what the fuck that voicemail was about and why it was called into this show. I, I, I know what that voicemail was about. It was about Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> it, it all comes back together. I, it was sometimes, sometimes I'm thinking like maybe, maybe everybody shouldn't have our, uh, access to our voicemail hotline. Like it should be uh-huh. a much more rigorous process like some other shows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I just pulled it up and there is this, there is a episode of Mr. Ed flies a plane 
Mr. Ed, of course, is wow. the horse. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's season five, episode six, Ed the pilot. So, check that out. Everybody. I thought that was the first episode. No, that was that was just the pilot, Mister Ed. That's really confusing. It is very confusing. Yeah, they shouldn't do episodes. It's like, it's like the fourth. Planes. It's like the fourth movie in a series, where it's just the name of movie. Fast and Furious. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Ah. Uh, Anyway, well, that's our episode. Those are our voicemails. Get your voicemails in for the next week's episode. Hopefully next week's episode will be on StreamYard because I am going back to Tulsa to get the rest of my audio gear this weekend, regardless of uh, what the housing situation looks like. And then I'll be able to set up the way that it works and not this like shitty Tascam one. And I might put out a video of me shooting this Tascam (laughs) device because I'll never use it again. I'm going to roll back my PC to last week before I installed the drivers and pretend that it never happened. Nice. Nice. So, well, uh, until next week, see ya. See ya.